the college basketball experience, American East 2023 24 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Once again, download the Game Time app. CFBX is the promo code for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, play the Underdog Pickup in college or NFL. It went up to twenty times the amount of money you can enter in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred k. What? Yes, use the promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Vason. Yes, V S I N. Sign up now and save forty percent off with their uh, football season special when you use the promo code SGP. Once again, vison.com slash subscribe. Promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. You didn't think, look at this setup. I mean, if you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience, I just want to go up there and dunk the shit out of that basketball hoop. All right, folks. Uh, it's been a while since we, I mean, we did a little off season check in here and there, but uh, meanwhile, I was just, just, you know, overloaded in producing uh, over 130 team podcasts. So it didn't happen as often as I thought, but don't didn't don't think I wasn't gonna give you the Conference previews, every single conference. Yes, we are doing it. Shout out to the chat. Clean setup looks real nice, says Trevor. It's about the only time I've ever looked nice in my life. Let's go. All right, look. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Dan DeMaze Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Yes, million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. That was last year, college basketball. All right, as the Aztecs made a deep run, now I did eat shit on the Yukon Huskies, but damn it, if we didn't have a great college basketball season. And we, you know, the chat was was live all year, and I'm glad to welcome them back. All right, welcome them back into the mix. 
I am joined by my co-host. It feels good to be back, man. I feel like I haven't even talked to you much. I mean, we did a, a, an episode here, or there, backyard brawl preview or something. But give it up for former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, Moneyline Mac, aka Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, brother? What's going on, brother? Glad to be back. Glad to see the chats back. And yeah, like you said, we haven't. I mean, we 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 cross paths. We we talk a little bit about Big Twelve. Football, but I mean, this is the heart and soul, the show that never sleeps. Yes. Basketball experience. Let's go, man. Yes. I mean, what better way to kick it off with the American East? Let me play my Hulk Hogan thing. No, fuck it around. No, I don't <laughs> want to get us kicked off get us of, uh, <laughs> of YouTube again and uh, have people sending me hate mail. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, look, man, here we are talking American East, the new setup. I kind of just want to just fall asleep and just look at that new setup and that's, that's it right there. But we're going to have to ruin it because you know, this guy's known to ruin a few parties. All right. Uh, he's the man behind the scenes of the college basketball experience. He's always doing it. Uh, give it up for Noah Beanick. There we go. And I'll jump over to this screen. Cause now we got the, the three man booth where we're going to have a better three man setup in a, in a little bit here, but let's just jump right into it, man. How you doing Noah? What's going on guys, dude. I'm super excited. I mean, we, we killed it last year with college basketball season and Hey, Mac, you want to dunk it one time before we get rid of it? We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. There you go. Hey, they, they got the last laugh. They knocked out <laughs> one of your big 12 teams last year. Ooh, oh, yeah, got, ooh, ooh, um, <laughs> December six, we got about a thousand games between now and then though. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Noah, uh, Noah has been putting in the work behind the scenes doing great work as always. And uh, yeah, we're starting off. We figured we go from best conference to worst and we'll start off with the American East conference because it's <laughs> fucking absolutely loaded. All right. It's got Vermont. I mean, look, we'll go through the teams in a second, but Vermont is a wagon. All right. We know that. Uh, but look folks, before we jump into all that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, American East 2023 24 season preview is brought to you by game time app, buying tickets to your favorite events. They shouldn't be that stressful. All right. They shouldn't. I was just in Laramie, Laramie, Wyoming, getting absolutely cherry bomb with those Wyoming cowboy fans. It was fantastic. But guess what? I didn't stress because I just had the game time app, but I just boom, click a button. Next thing you know, I'm going to the fucking game. All right. No stress getting it done. Uh, game time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. And with killer deals on last minute tickets, and they have this best price guarantee thing. Woo! You got to check this out. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. And forget planning months in advance. What has that ever gotten you? There's like a 75% divorce rate in this country for people planning fucking months in advance. If you just go get married in Vegas, you'll be fine. All right, just on a whim. Those are the ones that always last, baby. All right. Uh, so, look, Game Time has has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and they have the Game Time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. Uh, if you find tickets, uh, you know, in, in the same section of row for less, Game Time will credit you 110 percent of the difference. So, download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account, CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in a single game by going five for five. From now until October 4th, 
Underdog is matching 100% of the first deposits up to $500. Oh, and they're just giving away a cool 100 grand every Sunday. No, nothing, nothing there, huh? You you couldn't use 100 grand in your life, all right? Like they're giving away $2 million in total for all season long prizes. They're giving away 100k each and every week. And also randomly 10 K to 10 different random people. Holy hell is the best deal ever. New sweepstakes every single week of the NFL season. And look, I told you uh, folks on the college football show that I host the college football experience, uh, Sam Houston live, live on Thursday, I think. Uh, so check out that. So watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash over at underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGP at underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the college basketball experience. So glad to see the chat rocking along. Uh, and yeah, I mean, what better way to get it started preseason? I know it's September. I know it's September, and you're thinking, um, you're thinking you're gonna be fine, right? You're th- thinking I'll get into college basketball in late October. Well, when you have 31 conferences or whatever, you don't have that luxury. All right, we got to get into it early so you check this out. I know this episode will probably peak like the week before the season starts. And right now, the true DJs, uh, <laughs> uh, Chad G, cracking me up in the chat. Shout out to Chad G, just met up with him, great guy. Uh, My look, guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's fire away here on this uh, on this American East because I'm, we're gonna go alphabetically. If I, which is always you know <laughs> shaky when I when you're asking me to go alphabetically. Uh, let's start off with the Bryant Bulldogs. B B comes before A, right, folks? Um, no. Um, <laughs> let's go right into it. Let's go with the Albany Great Danes because, and we'll give out our projection on where we think everyone will finish at the end. But I want to give each team enough love here uh, as the Albany Great Danes, which is just, let's be honest, that's one of the best mascots in all of college sports. Uh, Dwayne Killings third season here. They were eight and 23 a year ago, including a three and 13 AE record. I know in football, they got Reese Poffenberger. All right. Uh, a, a true fucking legend, but uh, in, in, in basketball, they've had a tough time lately. So they lose some key players from a season ago, uh, mainly uh, Gerald Drumgool. Probably butchering your name, Gerald, but hey, get used to it. All right. Um, they also lose Daquan Davis. They lose a lot. Now, incoming, they go out and get Sebastian Thomas from Rhode Island, Amari Marshall from Hofstra, Marco Arletti from uh, Delaware, Tyler Bertram, who I know from UAB, uh, and Marcus Phelan from Cornell. Um, you look at all that. I don't know. I think what Sebastian Thomas is projected to start. Same with Amari Marshall. That's why the portal is so so big these days in college football or college basketball. I was a bit shocked when when going through here that Bertram. I remember him at UAB was not projected to be a starter. I wonder if that will will be accurate by the time the season goes. Uh, what do you guys make of the Great Danes? Uh, Mac, what do you make of them this year? Could this be, I mean, they gotta be better than three and 13 in the AE. They can't be ninth in the AE going into your third season, Dwayne killings. What do you think? 
Yeah. And, you know, you look at two years ago, they were nine and nine in the America East. So a little bit of a setback, uh, maybe some addition by subtraction. I mean, anytime you go eight and 23 and they say you lose five out of seven, I don't even see that as a loss. So like you said, they're bringing in those transfers um, from, from Rhode Island and Thomas Hofstra uh, with Marshall, the Delaware kid, Arletti. I think, I think they could take a step forward, maybe get, get around 500 in league play nine to nine, like year number one, or otherwise it's going to be a long year for uh, the great Danes, as they say. I mean, they lost five of their seven scores this, this off season. So yeah, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. You could say, well, we weren't good with them last year. Fuck. That's it. what I'm saying. Get yeah. them out of town <laughs> or, uh, you know, you, you, you go, you, you know, bring in some new talent that the problem is, is when you bring in are they going to be familiar? Are they going to know what you want to do offensively and defensively? And cause I feel like it, maybe basketball is a little bit different than football where football, you're trying to build that system basketball. You are, but I feel like basketball, you can pick it up a lot faster. Um, you, Noah, what do you make of the great Danes? So yeah, like you guys mentioned, kind of a sophomore slump here for Dwayne killings. Uh, it was kind of plagued by injuries too. a couple of big uh, key injuries there for Albany. And last year they were uh, 11, 17 and one against the spread. So oh, pretty boo. bad, a, a team, a team like that, a small name, uh, it might take the market quite a bit of time to adjust to that. A couple of injuries. So like Colby mentioned, losing five of their top seven scores is going to, they're going to really have to rely on their front court and Jonathan Beagle and Aaron Reddish. Although he plays for the great Danes, you know, Beagle, the last name, he averaged 12 and a half points, seven and a half boards, two assists. Reddish, he was the stretch four, shot 37% from three last season. Albany finished 346th in Kempom, ranked just 253rd in offensive turnover rate, 273rd in three-point three percentage, and their adjusted defensive efficiency was 354th. Really going to have to take some strides uh, offensively here for this team. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm going to project, you know, we'll give out our rankings. I, I, I don't think you'll see this team dancing by any means, but I'm saying they will be, they will be improved. <laughs> That's a bold statement, right? yeah. yeah, but they will be improved. They'll be in middle of the road. Look, maybe you'll hear me talk about them a little bit. Um, but uh, all right, let's jump over. Will and Brown is not uh, walking through that door for, uh, for these Albany great day. He was great there for what? 20 years, <laughs> but yeah, been rough, rough sled in there with killings right now. I would I'll, love. I'll say, what's that? I'll say I'll agree with Colby. I think this season, I think they'll finish it a little bit higher if they can avoid some of these injuries. Sebastian Thomas, that uh, Rhode Island point guard that transferred in, he averaged 22 minutes a game, 2.3 assists off the bench. And then I think the big one that's going under the radar here, UAB transfer guard and Tyler Bertram. You guys had mentioned his name. Mac might know more about him than I do, but. I mean, hopefully he was a sponge behind Jelly Walker and Eric Gaines. Dude, he was good. I remember watching. The, uh, that's why I was shocked. Actually, I was a little surprised he dipped. But I guess with you know, it's a battle for minutes there in Birmingham. Um, I don't know, but let's jump on over to Vestal, New York. <laughs> let's talk about the golf course. Check out the back <laughs> nine on the Binghamton Bearcats. Uh, look. 13 and 18 a season ago, eight and eight in the AE. And I got to admit, I feel like I was late to the curve as far as starting to, to, as the season prolonged, I was like fade Binghamton. And then they started to enjoy the 19th hole. Yeah. Yeah. Secret (laughs) of the pros, secret of the pros, man. Uh, But Lavelle Sanders, once again, third year coach, much like Albany. 
eight and eight in conference play a season ago. They do lose a couple of uh, double digit guys in Jacob Falco. Uh, is that Rock Me Amadeus? Remember that song in the eighties? No, you guys probably don't. Uh, and and Miles Gibson. Uh, both those guys combined for 25 points a game and just about 10 boards. Those are tough loss. They also lose a couple benchmen in uh, Christian Hinkson and uh, John McGriff. Shout out to Fred. Um, but the newcomers, they bring in Samir Torrance from the Syracuse Orangemen. Also bring in uh, Taimu uh, Cherney from Quinnipiac, <laughs> the Aqueduct. There we go. Uh, Chris Walker also coming in from Little Little Rock and. Nehemiah Benson from the moving company. Um, you look at what they return. They return a couple of uh, key guys. I would say uh, Dan Petcash, Great name. Great, great fucking name. Uh, also guard Armin. Harry. How do I Harid? Yes. Harid Is that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then uh, forward Tariq. Below gun. Great. This team's names fucking incredible. All right. Pass me the old below gun. Anyway, look, this team, I do think is going to be on par with last season. I don't think they're going to be shitty. I think they're going to be maybe even a little bit improved. Mac, what do you make of the, uh, the golf course? Yeah. And you mentioned it like they were on our fade list, but then they came out of Christmas break and they finished eight and eight in league play. They started eight and four. So they lost their last five games, including their conference game down the stretch. So they were a team that started to ascend a little bit in year number two of the Sanders era. We'll be interested, interested to see if they could take another step, eight and 10 year one, eight and eight year two, uh, lose a couple pieces, but got a little bit of the core back and some key pieces uh, in the transfer portal. Anytime you can get a high major guy like Torrance from Syracuse, you got to think that's a good, a good fit. At the bring your pitching wedge, by the way. Oh yeah, and and that deep on that bench, they also have a forward name, uh, Stefan or Stephen Snag. Oh my God, this team. He could hit a he could hit a flop flop shot. This team, this team, this <laughs> team Trevor has in some. The chat. Trevor in the chat goes the number one team player or number one names in the country so yeah. far. I yeah. mean, we're only two teams in, but he goes the list has to start somewhere. Oh, it, it, it starts to. right here. Dan Petcash, fucking uh, Tariq <laughs> Balagun, blow. Balagun. Uh, I like blowgun there. Yeah. Blowgun <laughs> is probably what's going to happen over there. Uh, I mean, look, the Steven snag, Evan Ash. Uh, I'm excited for Binghamton basketball. Um, nobody walks into the event center at Binghamton <laughs> invest in New York and grabs a dog baby. All right, let's go. Um, yeah. I, Noah, what do you make of this team? Yeah, so we have uh, coming up at the end of the show uh, just the opportunity for us to make some predictions. This is my sleeper team in the Ooh. AE this year. Um, I think Pet Cash is going to play a big role on this team, both sides of the ball. Um, him and Armin Harid, they contributed to holding opponents to just 47.3% shooting from the field. And Pet Cash shot 40% from behind the arc last year. A team that ranked 343rd in three-point shooting percentage, uh, after losing their top two scorers in Jacob Falco and Miles Gibson, our top two of three scorers on the team last year, more opportunities are going to open up here for Pet Cash and um, Armin Harid on the other wing. He only shot uh, 27% from three, so uh, Pet Cash is definitely going to get more opportunity. And Samir Torrance, formerly of Syracuse and Marquette, he'll play the point. 
He averaged double-digit major conference minutes in all four years of his career so far. This is a kid that probably established to himself in his head, hey, my final year, he's a fifth-year guy. Um, we're not going to the league. Let's just go out and ball out in the all American East. So I'm saying Terence uh, tallied 16 points and 20 assists in his two 2022 ACC conference tournament games against Florida State and Duke. Um, according to Lucas Hardens of the Almanac, across 1,361 total minutes at the high major level, Torrance has dished out 220 assists to only 93 turnovers. Um, as a point guard at Binghamton, I really like that. I think this Bearcats team is going to be quite good. You worry about the depth, right? You worry a little bit about the depth. I mean, it's the America East. I worry yeah. about it with a lot of these teams in here. <laughs> Very true. And and I completely back you up on the fact that Torrance, nothing like why I'll turn down playing ball in Turkey to come back and play at the event center. Uh, let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving along. Let's jump on over to uh, a team that I'm always excited to see because they have they have that Ric Flair fuck you mojo. And that is the yes. Bryant Bulldogs. Ever since Peter Kiss uh that was there, uh, you know, they've been they've been a fun team to watch. They were 17 and 13 a year ago, eight and eight in the AE. Smithfield, Rhode Island just ain't the same. Um at the Chase, this is the Chase Athletic Center. Get that chase money, man. All right. They they take it from me all the time. All right. Uh look, this is a team uh that has been what would you consider them as far as like mid major? I would say like they're not on Vermont's level or Colgate's level, but they're close, right? Mac, what do you, what would you what would you say about that? Uh, I don't know if anybody's on Vermont's level other than like the Gonzagas of the world, but yeah, Colgate and, and Vermont, they're like on a whole different level. Uh, but I mean, you mentioned it, Grasso, Jared Grasso, the head coach there. It took a little bit of a transition, I thought, in the first year from Northeast to American East, but they started playing better. I'm high on this team coming into year number two in the, in the Marquis. They run a good program. Like you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I, look, I they said, chat told me settle down. I'm not saying they are Colgate. I'm saying though, that they were, they've been fucking good for like, I feel like a decent amount of time now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. No, they, they have, yeah. I mean, they won 22 games two years ago, 17 last year. So 40 combined basically in two years, that's solid program. And look, they got, they, they did lose Charles pride. All right, he's gone. Fourteen point six points a game a season ago. They also lose Antoine Walker uh, to a poker game. No, that's the other Antoine Walker. Um, but they brought in St. John's transfer uh, Raphael Pinzon. That's a great get at Bryant. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a great get. They also bring in uh, the Billikens transfer Daniel Riviera Country Club, and uh, also UMass Lowell transfer in conference. Oh, nothing like a good fuck you, Connor Withers coming in. And also they went out to Western Wyoming where I just was to bring in Hugo Ferreira. He was one of the 12 people that I realized lived in Western Wyoming. Um, anyway, uh, you look at this starting lineup and what's projected from them. Once again, these are projections. So don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want anyone, you know, DMing me. You're a fucking, if you look, I, I do want people DMing me that I'm a fucking idiot. Just don't DM me regarding the Brian Bulldogs projections that I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, they still have Doug eater. Remember him bit of a legend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anytime that guy goes to New Jersey, the scattered oh. ass wants to jump on him. Um, <laughs> but he's on the, he's coming off the bench. They still got Earl. T oh, they brought in what? Er Wait, er they still have Earl Timberlake. He was once at Miami, right? Wasn't he at Miami or he I remember where Timberlake. I think, came I from. think he was, I think he was with Jimmy Laranega at Miami. If memory, memory serves me correct there. 
Uh, they also Providence. had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he was he was at Miami and yeah. Memphis. Sorry, I, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you are yeah. correct. That's what I'm saying. He was. I kind of liked his game at Miami. Um, dude, college basketball has this thing where like it's different than football. Whereas football, I pay attention to year round, and I pay attention in college basketball. But there's something about a memory wipe that happens in the off. You were right about Miami too. He was at Miami, Memphis, and now Bryant. What the hell is this guy doing? He needs to play for Ryder because he would be part of the moving fucking company. All right, <laughs> good God. Um. Uh, anyway, yeah, Sharif Gross. So you're not, you're not going crazy. It was just two long years ago. <laughs> no, but dude, with college basketball, like when you hit the off season, like Nuts. I go heavy into football, and you kind of start to forget the names. You're like, wait, and then you're like, wait, I know this name. So you know, Eric Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking guys at every school. Welcome he does to, not have any eligibility left. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to college. Ba- you sure? He's probably he might be under false identification somewhere. Uh, but look, this starting five uh, could be pretty good. Sharif Gross Bullock is a guy that averaged 17 points a game a season ago, and he's in his fifth year. You got to love that too. They have multiple fifth year guys, Miles Latimer. So uh, look, I'm going to go ahead and say you look at the seniors here. They're projected to start five seniors and one of them being a fifth year senior. That's what you want to see to me as a team that, uh, you know, could be playing for March madness. I think they're a legit contender for the AE uh, Mac. What do you make of the bulldogs? I was going to say I, they could be a sleeper, but I don't even think they're really a sleeper. I think they're going to challenge Vermont. I don't know if they'll get over the hump, especially because this conference, the America East is played on the home court um, for the championship game. That's that first Saturday, 10 AM game on the 7 a.m. your time. So you want it, you got to get home court because you don't want to play Vermont in the finals at their place. But I think they're going to, I think this is a team that could win 20 games. Definitely. Especially with the experience. And then just the second year, taking another step under Grasso. Who's been really good there. I like this team coming into a 23, 24. And weren't they the team that uh, weren't they the team that had like the brawl with the fans? Yes, their yeah, last game in, uh, in the championship game, right? Yeah, in in the high school gym, it looked like. <laughs> Look, big fan of big fan of that, and hopefully we get another brawl. Um, that was hey, when they were in the NEC. They, right? they open up at Rutgers uh, here in a couple weeks, so I mean, they, they're they're a team that could pick off pick off one of these high majors with. They did uh, with last all that, year with too. They seniors. beat Syracuse, right? Bryant, they always beat Syracuse. Colgate no, always lost. beats Syracuse. I feel like Colgate beats Syracuse every year. I feel like no, am I full of shit? No, I, I'm not because I know Colgate. I've cashed on the they money. They beat Syracuse. Yeah, they, they beat, they beat yeah. by one. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, there, was th- there was a bunch yeah. of no. There was a dust yeah. up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that it was Eater. Doug Eater. It was Eater. Yeah. It was Eater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did. Oh yeah, he I, slapped somebody. Yeah. Right? Hilarious. And then he ran. <laughs> and then he ran. He did the old slap. <laughs> yes. And then he ran. It was fantastic. Um, that was two years ago. I'm, I'm getting my years mixed up. <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's fantastic. No, I actually think they're contenders, and I think uh, you know. You might you might hear old Dundee a little bullish on the Bulldogs of Bryant. End of this episode. Let's move along though to the next. I sc- I, oh, I, w- sorry. I would sorry, say sorry. I, yeah, I got burned. I tried to get too cute, and I I thought Bryant would win this conference last year. I got burned. Um, the whole market, not just me, but the whole market was off on this team. Five at 11, 11, 5, 11 and one. It was the worst conference ATS team in the America East last year. Uh, 11, 16 and one overall, they, they felt flat compared to their expectations. But you know, when it, in college baseball, there is sometimes this team after the team 
uh, that had all the hype the year before. That could be uh, this year, Bryant, because um, last year they had all the mid-major star power. Two of the three guys, they lose Charles Pride, but two of their three stars return here, and they have four seniors in a fifth year in the starting five. Uh, they ranked second in the conference in effective field goal percentage last year, offensive rebounding rate, and free throw attempt. Um, I also think that the rate, the tempo that they play at is a little bit to their downfall because the AE is a very slow, snail-paced conference, and this team turned the ball over a lot. So I, I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm once again, maybe it was because I was burned last year, but I'm not as high on this team as maybe you guys are. Mm, mm. Hater. 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 All right. Doug to slap you. Exactly. I mean, don't show your face. Don't show your face up there in Smithfield, Rhode Island at the chase athletic center. We might have another dust up. All right. Uh, let's move along to a team that I'm actually, this is to me, the team uh, when I, you know, blindly, like I said, I pay attention all off season, but I'm also immersed in college football. So when I quickly looked at the, uh, at the AE, I was like, what's the team that I thought made a big jump a year ago, as far as competitiveness, I thought it was the main black bears. Remember we cashed that. Remember we cashed that ticket 17 to one. Yes. Against the Boston college, uh, very golden Eagles uh, early in the year. I mean, that was incredible. I think it was like the first m- couple weeks of the season where the black bears went in the chestnut Hill and pulled off the, the shocker. Uh, that was Chris Markwood's first season. Now it's the second season. Obviously that's my math. And uh, look, they play at the cross insurance center. So they'll be, be sure to take your fucking money. Um, this is a team that I think is on the rise because I think they, they overachieved my expectations on year one. Now they, they did, they did lose, you know, uh, how do I pronounce? How do I pronounce their league scores name from a year ago? Again, it was like Jusa Pitis. Yeah. I think. They lose. He was a fucking stud. He was a stud on the team a year ago. They lose him. And that was really the only key guy that I would say they lose. Um, They also went out in the portal. They brought in uh, some guys that I think could be decent here. Adam Sisse from uh, the Jaspers of Manhattan. We all know what happened at Manhattan, the coach, you know, right before the season. So Manhattan was a fucking dumpster fire. They also bring in AJ Lopez from New Hampshire in conference. Then they bring in a, a, Quion uh, Burns from the fucking Long Island Sharks, and then uh, uh, how about this this name at Drake here? Okay, Dejamgaz. I'm probably butchering that. I I can't fucking read. All right, I can't fucking read. But they bring in all those guys. We know Drake had a good program as well. I don't think any of those guys are projected to start, so they're all going to be on the bench. But I do think this is a team that is on the rise. And if you look at the returning production, they bring in uh, getting tines back at the guard spot, 14 points per game, just about just a shade under five boards per game, a shade under four assists per game, complete player. And then you bring in, you know, the other guys that I was alluding to that are coming back from a year ago, uh, Peter, oh man, Philip Petoviti. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I stopped. I just gave up in the middle of that. Uh, Jaden Clayton back at the point guard spot, and also uh, Christians. Oh man, Fierbergs, Fierbergs. I can't fucking read these <laughs> names. Let's not give an analysis on this. All right, let's just say, hey, let's talk about the team. No, I, honestly, like I do think this team showed a lot of fight. They were improved. I thought as the season went along, they were just kind of better than what I thought each night in night out. 
I got a lot to, uh, you know, I, I kind of have a, uh, a soft spot for the black bears in football or basketball. Oh, yeah. So I pay a little more attention to them. I think this team is, is going to be chippy. Now I don't think they're in contention to win the conference, but I think they're going to be chippy and they should be a fun watch and they'll probably, you know, continue to improve and, and over achieve based on their projections this year. Mac, what do you make of the black bears? Hold on before Mac gives analysis. Can, can I pitch this idea from Brandon Shirk? And instead of doing all these conference teams that everybody else does, the preseason first team, can we do preseason first team all name team? Like yes. all the ones that Colby's stumbling over? Can we do that? Oh man, you're gonna have to make this, me read uh, that though. <laughs> Me- that's a mental fun. suicide right there. Just like, the, <laughs> just, uh, uh, I mean, Christians firebergs. Anyway, uh, I, fi- <laughs> how, how did you pronounce that one? Firebergs? I think firebergs. Is fire crotch. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, we got fire crotch coming up in a couple of conference previews. Uh, the, yeah, that, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot the cocaine bears. Jeez. This is what I mean. It, this yeah. is like, that, you know what it is? It's like going to the gym. You know what I mean? You get that. You, you get in that rhythm. Well, guess what? I haven't been going to the gym and I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, fumbling left and right here. But anyway, Mac, what do you make of the black bears? I was getting ready to say Colby, this is the main cocaine bears I know. after the 20 to one ticket at Boston college. Chris Markwood was great in year. Number one, he can't, he was an assistant at BC just goes there in the second game, gets a win at where he came from. Uh, he's familiar with this league though. He worked for Beckner at Vermont from 2011 to 2014. I think this team's going to keep getting better and better. I think this is top, top four team in this league, maybe top three. They push it. Uh, if they can take a step, another step, I know they're going to miss our guy, uh, Jew Paytas. I'll, I'll take a stab at his name. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I think, uh, I think this is a good team, man. I think this, this is a, uh, above 500 team. I do too. I think this is a good team, and I think they're going to continue to get better. Noah, your thoughts? Don't hate on our cocaine bears, Noah. Don't you hate yeah. on our cocaine bears, Noah? I've got to pump the brakes again on Maine here because I think losing and Patis or Juzapitis, I don't know. Uh, he shot thirty nine point nine percent from beyond the arc. If you take if you take his shooting out of it, I mean, this team just hit twenty nine point six percent of their threes. They could not shoot. Um, Drake transfer, okay, Jam Goose. Uh, and that's another name right there. Uh, Jam goose. Oh, yeah. uh, he came off the bench shooting 46 and a half percent from three for the Drake bulldogs. Maine is going to heavily rely on him. Uh, a guy named. Okay. His first name is named. Okay. They're going to need him to be very good. I have trouble being confident in that. So yeah. And, and losing Joseph Pattis. What'd you say? His name was Joseph Pattis. Joseph Pattis. That's something you say to the doctor. <laughs> Got a looks like Sounds I got like a, a case of yeah I got a chase I got a case of jupitis. Yeah. Um, the, the cocaine base story that was amazing because you you literally talk about the trailer of the cocaine bear movie that you just caught wind of in L.A. out there and the night the morning after the night we preview the game that trailer dropped yeah yeah that was and then obviously with that when they hit against BC that was like you know that was the the. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was written anyway. Uh, let's jump on over next to uh, the, Oh man, you're going to give me the fucking Highlanders. Didn't we have a Highlander parlay last year where we had Radford and NJ it. I, I think it hit, I think it hit. If, if memory serves me correct, I remember making a Highlander uh, graphic based off of uh, Christopher Lambert's uh, s- s- 
you know, just stunning performance in Highlander one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Um, so go check out all of those. Um, but the Highlanders, uh, you know, no postseason a year ago. Seven and twenty-three, four and twelve in the AE. Things in Newark, New Jersey, you know, hit a low last 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 season. But now they bring in Grant Grant Billmeyer. Uh, great name. And this is the wellness and events center <laughs> that they play at. And uh, <laughs> nobody goes into the wellness and the event center and gets a dub, but this is one they, they lost a ton off the team a year ago. But I mean, look, you bring in a new coach that kind of happens in, in you know, football, basketball, baseball, just kind of the way it is these days. You know, you get these little pussy kids. I'm joking around. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, it's just really what happens. Like you leave and it's like, Hey, this wasn't the guy that recruited me. I, I got a free pass out of here. Let me get the fuck out of here. Um, so they lose everybody from, from a season ago. I mean, a, a good chunk, not everybody. Um, they, they go out, they, they recruit a couple freshmen. They got coming in, they got three freshmen who knows how much uh, playing time. I, you know, I see some of them projected to start in uh Jeffrey at Ku- at Kulu, Aiton Kulu. God, <laughs> something along names. the lines yeah. of that. They also they also have uh, freshman Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian Robinson. There we go. I can read. Um, pronunciation there, baby. <laughs> uh, and and you know they return a couple guys that I think Adam Hess and Elijah Buchanan uh, that can be difference makers. But let's not kid ourselves here. This is this is uh, season one. You know, this is, I, I highly doubt this team is just going to pick it up and be a force. I know they brought in a Manhattan transfer. Uh, I mean, in, in Elijah Buchanan, I, I just think this team will, uh, will struggle based off of, they don't even know what they want yet. You know what I mean? Like they don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. So I think there's a lot of uh, figuring out who they are, what's their team identity. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to go out and say, I got them uh, projected dead last. All right. Uh, Mac, talk to me about the Highlanders. Uh, so I'll start with the positive. Grant Grant Billmeyer, good coach. I mean, he was with Kevin Willard at Maryland Seton Hall for the last eight years. So obviously comes from a winning pedigree. They built Seton Hall into a winner. They turned Maryland or they took Maryland to another little bit of a level last year. But that's about it for the positive. Uh, it's going to be a project. I, I think that's pretty, pretty clear. Um, maybe this is a team we hop on in mid February when they're catching numbers as a dog and late into first year entering the second year. Like you like to say with football, sometimes the identity of the coach, you start seeing what they're going to be in year number two at the end of year number one. But I mean, I think this team's going to get their ass kicked for, uh, for about two months in the non-con. Yeah. Noah, how do you feel about the Highlanders? I know you said you, you got them uh, in contention for the championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna challenge that would be, <laughs> be the way they would go so far on the podcast. But no, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, this team has the potential of starting three freshmen. It's gonna be a rebuilding year for the Highlanders. I don't expect much of them um, because of the opportunity that he's gonna be getting and the role that he's gonna be playing. Sebastian Robinson, the point guard. Um, right now, we have freshman of the year as like a category. Maybe we got to change that to newcomer so we can include like transfers in there. But Sebastian Robinson would be my choice there, just because he's he's going to get plenty of opportunity on this team. Fair, fair. And Kip C is one hundred percent correct. NJIT, start your fucking football program, you little sissies. <laughs> what are you doing? Start your football program. Um. All right. Look, before we get to the next one. 
I want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience, American East season previews brought to you by Vison. Yep, sign up now, save forty percent off football season uh, with their special when you use the promo code uh, SGP. Once again, Vison dot com slash subscribe promo code SGP. Cause look, uh, my pals Sean and Ryan, Sports Gambling Podcast, they're back. All right, and they're in a contest going head to head with other Vison shows to see who sells the most subscriptions. All right. Come on, folks. This isn't one of those bullshit subscriptions where you sign up for like 10 CDs for one cent and then you end up paying like a bunch of money on the back end and you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're cursing the name of Sam Goody. You know what I mean? No. All right. This is fine. Look, the, the winning show gets a thousand dollars Super Bowl future. And get this this is the best part. Stack of the money green and real money Kramer are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. All right. So step one is go to VEASAN. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe and use the promo code SGP to sign up. Step two is go to sports gambling podcast.com slash VEASAN to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, you'll get a vote on what team to use uh, the thousand dollar Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, use the promo code SGP, then go to sports gambling podcast.com slash VEASAN to submit. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Look, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. All right, so stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back talking American East. And you better believe, like, I'm, I, I'm already ready. It's like the best time of year. You get the you got football going. Check out check out all of our football stuff. All right. I host the college football experience. We have the FCS college football experience. Mac hosts the Big 12 experience. It's the Big 12. All right. To quote the great Dan Hawkins. Uh check out all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I can't wait for hoops to start too. You know, you're just right there. October, November, December. <clears throat> just the best months in the sports year all the way up to March. All right. All the way up to March where everyone dances. All right. Now, speaking of dancing, will we see this team dancing? Uh, and I'm not talking about Ted. All right. I'm talking about, you know, the new Hampshire. Wow. Cats. Look, they're bringing in a brand new head coach and Nathan Davis. I know Nathan Davis. All right. This guy was, this guy was a Bucknell head coach for a while. All right. He goes back. I think he's from the same city I was from. That's right. Washington DC. There we go. Shout out to Nathan Davis, but uh, yeah, brand new head coach coming in. He was at Bucknell for a solid amount of time. Jumps on over to the wildcats of new Hampshire. And uh, I mean, it's interesting because you look at what new Hampshire did a season ago. 15 and 15, nine and seven in the AE finished third, bringing in new life. Uh, and nobody goes into the Lundholm gymnasium and gets a dub. All right. Uh, look, they did lose a lot. All right. They lost Nick Johnson. He's gone. All right. Just 13 points, five boards. Oh, no, no problem. Kyrie Brown gone. 11 points, basically 
four assists per game. All right, God, uh, Matthew uh, Harris me. I don't know. Uh, he's gone. Also, Nazim Derry gone. They lost some key guys, but they went out there. All right, and they stayed aggressive. They say, "You get the fuck out of here. You graduate. Whatever you're gonna do, just get the fuck out of here." All right. And they went out and got Western Texas college transfer Ahmad Robinson, who's projected to be their starting point guard. They also brought in Naeem Miller from Edinburgh University. There we go. Uh, they also have uh, someone from a community college, right? And it's not me, believe it or not. Uh, Dior Davis coming in. Also, Paul Gakmar coming in from Hillsborough Community College. They they went deep. You want to talk about deep sea diving? You want to talk about deep sea diving? Uh, Nathan Davis going deep sea diving folks. Um, they do return some, some key production from a year ago, maybe Clarence Davis or mainly Clarence Davis, the uh, forward 15 points per game, 11 boards. God damn. It's Charles Shackleford 2.0. As far as I'm concerned. All right. Uh, besides that, everyone is uh, kind of inexperienced year one. As much as I love the wildcat song, I would like to play it every time they win. I expect regression from the new Hampshire wildcats. Uh, Mac, what do you make of this team? You're muted, Mac. <laughs> Good point. I, I was muted myself. I was pouring myself another cold one. Uh, so interesting team because Bill Harrion was there for what? 19 years, former East Carolina pirate coach. Um, that's why the regression, he, that's why the regression, yeah. <laughs> he, he was solid. I mean, he won his, uh, what th- he won over 200 games there and I, they ended, I mean, they, finished third the last three years there. Nathan Davis comes over from Bucknell, a Randolph Macon head coach as well for those in the D two D three ranks. That's a good uh, school down here in the Richmond area. He's a good coach, but I'm with you. I think this is a middle of the pack team. I don't think they're going to contend this year for the league title. Um, It's going to be an interesting, a lot unknown with the new Hampshire wildcats in my opinion. Yeah. Noah, what do you make of these wildcats? Yeah, I, I'm kind of right there with you guys. I think the only positive for this team is if they choose to play hero ball, Clarence Daniels could be one of the better players in the entire conference. Yeah. Um, he's a preseason contender for player of the year. I mean, he was the only player in the country to average a double double and shoot better than 33% from deep. So the backcourt has huge questions here. The only two returning guards are sophomores. And every incoming transfer, like Colby mentioned, they're from the JUCO route. So, really, it's it's kind of a grab bag. We'll see what they we'll see what they got here, probably in December, January. All right, let's move along to my boys, the one team Patty C doesn't want us to talk about. <laughs> the UMBC Retrievers finished fourth <laughs> in the AE a year ago, eighteen and fourteen, eight and eight in the conference, and Jim Ferry, former. Penn State guy, uh, or coach there, I should say, um, is back for his third season. Uh, they lose a ton from a year ago, like a ton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colton Lawrence, Jacob uh, Bunyasith, whatever Bunyasith, I think it is. Um, <laughs> Craig Craig Budion. I don't fucking know, guys. All right. Wait till this next one. Y'all obeying Mensa. I got that one, motherfucker. All right. I got that one. But they're all gone. Jarvis Doles as well. And one of the things I loved is uh, you know, they still bring back a little bit of production. All right. And and shout out to Ace Valentine. 
All right. Great freshman name that's coming in there. Ace Valentine. Uh, but no, they went out and, and they went deep diving a little bit too. Uh, but first thing they did is they brought in our boy Bryce Johnson from Chicago State. Averaged oh, yeah. almost 10 points a game there with the Cougs. Uh, also from Stanislaus State. That's deep. They brought in not Martin Short, Marlon Short. No relation, hopefully. Uh, then. They brought in uh, from Odessa College, folks. Larry Johnson, aka Grandma Ma, was once uh, at Odessa Junior College there in Odessa, Texas. Marcus Banks transfers in. Uh, worked out. It worked out for UNLV when they did it. Maybe UNBC will win the national championship. Um, <laughs> also, South Carolina Upstate uh, transfer uh, Kaidaris Smith coming in. And same with Penn transfer Max Lorca Lloyd. Great fucking name. Um, and most of these guys are projected to start. You look at this and, and, and you're, they're kind of just throwing a team together, but well, here's one thing I, I, I trust. I believe Jim Ferry is a really good coach. All right. I think he's yeah. a pretty damn good coach. So I do think, and I know he was talking about this saying his team is, is more athletic. They're more physical than a year ago. I'll buy in a little bit on that. I think they'll still, I don't think they're like a legit contender to win the conference, but I do think they're still going to be on the upper half of the conference. Maybe it's my love for the retrievers. And once again, start your fucking football program. However, Mac, I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah. And you mentioned it fairy. Uh, he was at LIU long Island, got them to the, the to fucking the sharks. Yeah. yeah, yeah baby. The sharks. I mean, he was good and they took a little bit, a little bit of a step from year two to three. Um, and, and UMBC is always in the top four uh, since the Odom days. Now, that Patty C doesn't want to talk about, but this is just, this is a good program, good culture. So I mean, you kind of bank on them finding a way to still stay in the middle of the pack, even though they lost a lot. I don't think they'll be horrible, but I don't think they're on Vermont's level, obviously either. Yeah, yeah. Even that year they got past Vermont was a crazy scenario, you know. Yeah, uh, wild. Yeah, Noah. What do you make of uh, the the Retrievers there in Chesapeake? Uh, so last year they were very friendly to underbetters, eleven and six. That was the best in the America East, but this year they're replacing top their top seven scores, nine new players in the program for them and the projected starting five. Dion Brown is the only returner who played more than eight minutes a game last year. I'm uh, not very high on this team. Uh, maybe I'm too low on them because they do have a pedigree as a, a good program here in the America East. But uh, the nerving stat that I found was in 15 of Jim Ferry's last 16 seasons as a head coach, the defense finished outside the top 200 in defensive efficiency. So when your roster has this kind of turnover, I don't think that's going to fly. Fair, fair points. But uh, you know, the retrievers, they got talent going out to Odessa Texas. Watch out. <laughs> uh, let's, let's hop on over and talk about, well, this is a fun team. This is a fun team. Once again, start your football program. Let's talk about UMass Lowell. Start it back up. They used to have it. The Riverhawks. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Uh, folks, I mean, this was a team a year ago. Pat Duquette. Uh, they were pretty fucking good. They finished second, 26 and 8, 11 and 5 in conference. Uh, yes, they do lose Everett Hammond and uh, Allen Blunt, but uh, I mean, I still think 
you know, I know they, they went deep. All these schools going deep. That's what's great. You can just watch this thing. They go into Northeast Oklahoma, Anid. All right, Jordan Thompson transferring in. Also, Xavier Lino from Whitman College. I think I know her. Uh, then also, uh, uh, they go into Bloomfield College. Interesting. For Andres uh, Fulgencio. Hey, going deep. But look, here's the good thing is that none of those guys are projected to start. All right. So you're adding some depth, getting them familiar with the program, getting them familiar with River Hawk basketball. And you return, uh, you return what? Uh, Hakeem in the, in Covington, two guards that got a lot of burn from a season ago combined about 40 minutes a game. Uh, also, Abdul Kareem Kulabi. Kubali, 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 yeah, <laughs> twelve points a game, dude. He's a stud, stud. <laughs> eight boards, eight boards. Yeah, you gotta yeah. like this. They are in contention to win a AE championship, and uh, the only thing, remember the AE, you got to win on campus. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if it was a neutral site, they might have went to, they might have went dancing last year. But you gotta get, you're gonna have to go to uh, to the top team's place, which is normally Vermont. And that's like going to like Autzen in in college football. So, um, yeah. Uh, what do you make of this team, Mac? Yeah, and uh, they they were kind to to the betters. Uh, they they went basically twenty and twelve. Uh, if you back the old River Hawks, but you mentioned that they just couldn't get over the Vermont hump. They both both games in Vermont they lost by double digits. Other than that, they were really good. Um, really good team last year. You mentioned it, Duquette. It's he's entering his 11th season. Kind of weird because they kind of were between five, six, seven for his first nine years, and they stayed loyal to him. And then finally broke through this last year. And anytime you can win 26 games at the mid-major level, that's a hell of a year. Yeah, yeah. It's a and shame. They're gonna be good again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a shame that they didn't get to go dancing because they certainly were a damn good team. Uh, Noah, what do you make of the old Riverhawks? Yeah, so just adding on Max point, they had the best ATS record in this conference, 19, 12, and one yep. um last year. So uh an important factor when it comes to the America East, like you guys mentioned, that you you host games in the America East Conference Tournament. They were 17 and 0 at home last year. Pat Duquette won the America East Coach of the Year. Um Lowell, they lose some of their top sharpshooters on the perimeter, but Hammond and Blunt still uh, those are the two that they lost, but they returned seven players that averaged double digit minutes, 66% of their scoring. Um, and as you know, a five, eight, five, 10, which means you could round round me up to six foot on team rosters. I like having a good front court in the regular season. And this team's got a great one. Um, maybe the best defensive front court in the league last year uh, with the Fords, Colibli and Brooks, us, UMass Lowell ranked 13th in offensive rebounding, uh, 14th and two point percentage allowed and 26th in blocks, uh, former LaSalle point guard, a Yindi, a Kim. He's going to be the energizer bunny for this team. When he goes, the river Hawks go, I pulled this from Luke and Lucas Harkins piece on UMass Lowell in the almanac. When Hakeem recorded a positive assist to turnover ratio, UMass Lowell was 16 and one last season, 10 and seven when he did not. And the River Hawks were also 15 and two when he scored 10 or more points. So Lowell's going to be very good because they return their four and their five and the point guard. Um, I, I think 
this is a team that you definitely, if, if you're going to get too cute and pick somebody other than Vermont to win this conference, I think it's UMass Lowell because last year they kicked the shit out of Bryant when they played them. Um, January 22nd, 98 to 79 and February 15th, 85 to 71. Mm, and, mm. and, and real quick uh, for one, cause we're going to be talking about buy games coming up here soon in about a month. Last year, one and two in their bye games, almost beat Rutgers at Rutgers, almost lost an overtime at Rhode Island, and then they beat uh, Frank over at UMass. So yeah. maybe a team we looked back at in a bye game spot. Yeah, sure. and shout out to Keith Landry who says, "I just want to know when can we get games back at the divider?" <laughs> unfortunately, <Yes. laughs> unfortunately, St. Francis Brooklyn has uh, canceled their whole entire athletic department. So you can tell <laughs> that they're, they're the people in charge of that school are a bunch of piles of shit. Um, but uh, yeah, start your basketball program. St. Francis, start your football program, <laughs> start your baseball program, start sports. All right. It, it's, it's, it makes life a little bit better. Um, studies have shown that sports make life a little bit better. Um, anyway, next up, let's get to it folks. And, and Brandon's already saying it, you know, there's, I'm looking at hey. it right now. We got the Vermont catamounts here and a start your football program this is the only state in the country outside of Alaska, which is understandable in a way that doesn't have a football program. All right. What are you doing? You're fl- the flagship school. Start your fucking, f- you fucking filthy hippies. Start your fucking football program. Um, this program in basketball, they have only had one losing season in the past 20 years, guys. And that was Oh five. I mean, they've been to the NCAA tournament since 2002. They have been to the NCAA tournament nine times, nine times. Um, John Becker just killing it here. And it's that home court. They have a legit home court edge. I think me, me something me and Mac highlighted all the time. I was like, I'm not taking against them at they'll, they'll be, they blow teams out at that fucking stadium. What is the name of that again? It's uh the uh, the Patrick Gymnasium. All right. Yes. Nobody <laughs> goes into the Pat and gets a dub. All right. St. Patty's Day, baby. <laughs> and look, they lose Dylan Penn though. If that guy played college basketball for seventy-seven years. He's finally gone. All right. Uh, they also lose old Finn. Oh, I know old Finn Sullivan. All right, uh, he's gone. And Robin Duncan, experience gone. Same with Cam Gibson. All right. Look, that's a lot of fucking production, man. That's you're talking like. 40 points of production gone. You know, that can you can you get it going here? Um we'll see. Now, the good news is is that uh they brought in a few guys, all right? They're excited about freshman Seth Jabba the Hut. He's coming in from Orchard Park, New York. Also <laughs> also TJ Long from Fairfield, all right? Interesting. He averaged double digits for Fairfield a season ago. They also brought in Jace Rockmore, Rockmore, Jace Rockmore uh, from UC San Diego. Um, you know, I don't know how. Uh, I mean, he averaged six points a game with with. Uh, they're not the Toreros. I forget what they are, but they uh, UC San Diego. Also getting Brenton Miles from Bowling Green. Um, Tritons, right? Yeah, Tritons. There you go. Uh, Brenton Miles, five points a game there at Bowling Green. Bowling Green keeps an all uh, decent program, and then Shamir Bogues. Wait, 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 wait. Is he, is he related to my guy? Muggsy? Tell me he is related. He's six, four. It can't be possible. Can't fucking be possible, <laughs> but uh, no, he's, he's, he, he's not. 
I just looked. His Damn father it. is his father is a son it, of Shannon and Chantel. Damn it! I don't it. know what that is. Yeah. Sorry, Shamir. I thought for a second, <laughs> for a second. Bugsy. Yeah. I mean, look, I, as a kid, that was one of my guys, man. Uh, so Shamir Bogues coming in. He's projected to be a starter. They also return Aaron Deloney, uh, 12 points a game a season ago. They still have uh, TJ Hurley. who got about 16 minutes a game. He's going to step up. Um, and then they have also Matt Verretto and, and also, oh man, Io Falahi, Falaye, Falaye. Um, at the, at the forward spot. Now this is a guy that only got 12 minutes a game a season ago. Who knows how he pans out, but I, I trust the fucking program. What are we, what are we doing here? Guys, what are we doing here? They have the best home court environment. It's the only thing going on in this fucking state. Cause they don't have a football team. All right. Nobody is going to beat this team. I mean, look that, that home edge. Now they, they might beat them a couple times when they hit the road. UMass Lowell probably pull an upset, uh, but I just feel like they're fire at home. I mean, for years, even before I did this show, I was betting the hell out of them at home. I feel like since I've been alive, it's like to give me 13 and one last year at home, their only loss was Toledo. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm not fading that they're fucking, it's a lit environment. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I think they'll be fine. I think they're going to be in the mix for even though they lost a lot, like you can really, I think you can really build a case that UMass Lowell, and Bryant should be better on paper, but yep. I trust the program. I trust the program. So Mac, what do you make of this team? So it, it's kind of like what we say with Kansas, Gonzaga and, and teams like that in these kind of leagues, they, they probably, this is probably the year to get them if you're going to get them, but you're not going to get them because they're not going to lose a home game last year to keep in perspective. They started two and seven. Cause they didn't play any home games. They were in California for like the whole yeah. fucking, and they yeah, almost for, won for those all the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> they almost beat USC. I was watching that game. Yeah. And then, I mean, they started eight and 10 and then they never lost again until Marquette in the tournament in a game where they were hanging around. We were watching that game in Vegas. I thought they were had a chance to pull off that upset. Yeah, they lose a lot, but man, I've heard this song and dance before. They're going to win the league again. I will back them as long as they get home court, which they will, and then they'll protect it on uh, that Saturday early game where, and they'll punch your ticket. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Keith Landry. He says, "Babe, are you coming to eat dinner? No, honey, <laughs> I'm getting a breakdown of the American East Conference." Shout out to Keith. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I just think this is. It's almost like Gonzaga. It. It's like a Gonzaga and the WCC. But Noah, what do you make of the Catamounts? Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna quote, retweet whatever Mac just said there because a lot of it came right off my notes. But um, Trevor said it in the chat. TV DBJ. Uh, Vermont has had the last seven uh, Player of the Year <laughs> players of the year in this conference. Seven straight titles as well. Um, they bring in six new pieces. Um, and their backcourt only has two guys that averaged 10 minutes a season ago, 10 or more minutes. So I think this is going to be exactly like last year. Cause I, I, I was like, okay, last year, I know this, it was, it was a terrible West coast trip. Let's look at their schedule early on this season. I think this is a team that you probably fade early again. Um, they directly draw Charleston and the Myrtle beach classic. Their non-con includes roadies at Virginia tech, Bradley Toledo and Brown. Plus home games, um, or the Brown at home and Colgate at home that returns a couple of their top pieces. 
Um, it shouldn't be a two and seven start, but four or five losses by January can definitely be a possibility. A dumb kink in the schedule here. And uh, this is something to keep in mind. The Catamounts play UMass Lowell and Bryant back to back both times in two separate occasions on the schedule. One of them is in a stretch of three straight road games. So I, I think that UMass Lowell, I don't know about Bryant. They did have a four point loss against Vermont last year. I'm a little bit more higher on Lowell here. They could lose one of these four games, two of these four games in this stretch. That's, that's nasty. That's terrible uh, for schedule makers. So all that said, I have my doubts, but Becker and Vermont have earned the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all good points, man. But at the same time, uh, as we jump to our projections, cause that's the AE uh, I'll start off at number one. I do have Vermont uh, winning this yet again. At number two, I have the Bryant Bulldogs, not UMass Lowell. I do think their program's heading in the right direction. And I think from a talent standpoint, they're getting to a point where I do think they can contend and perhaps make the big dance. Uh, at number three, I'm going chalk still. U- UMass uh, Lowell, the Riverhawks. Um, I think, you know, most everybody's going to have those three in the top three. At four, I'm I'm counting on progression. Uh, the main black bears jumping up to number four. Let's go. At number five, I do have UMBC staying in that uh, that mix for somewhere along the the top. You know, maybe they'll be battling for fourth or fifth down the stretch. At number six, I got the Great Danes. It would be number one if Poffenberger would put. I saw highlights of Poffenberger dunking on his Twitter page. They may, I might need to take a look at Reese Poffenberger. Um, at number seven, I'm going with the golf course Binghamton. And at number eight, the Wildcats of New Hampshire. And number nine, NJIT. Uh, Mac, what is your projected order in the AE? Yeah, I think we're pretty uh, similar aligned here. Vermont, death taxes. Vermont wins America East. I also got Bryant the year after the hype. Uh, jumping ahead of UMass Lowell, but I, I still got UMass Lowell uh, in the three hole. Uh, main cocaine bears, man. I think they they take another step uh, in year two there. Um, uh, I'll, I'll take. A, I'm going to take a flyer on the Binghamton golf course at number five. I, I liked what I saw from them late, so I'll take them at number five. I'll take the Retrievers from UMBC at number six, um, and then probably at seven, I'm going to go. Albany, and then I'll I'll round it out with New Hampshire, and then I think everybody's going to have NJIT in the in the nine hole, as they say in baseball terms. <laughs> All right, Noah, that's my starting batting order. <laughs> Noah, no, what's your uh, what's your order here, man? Yeah, NJIT in the nine hole, UMBC eight. I have them as my bus team. I'm not buying this year. Uh, seven Maine, a little bit lower on them as you guys than you guys. Uh, six New Hampshire, five Albany, four Binghamton. That's my sleeper team. Three Ooh. Bryant, two UMass Lowell, and one Vermont. Ooh, yeah. So we're all going chalk. So, no surprises in the AE. Shit, we didn't, we didn't even need through. to do an episode, huh? <laughs> do you guys want to run through some of these uh, predictions here on the spreadsheet that we've got? So regular season, we we all said Vermont. Does that mm-hmm. change for tournament champion? No, because no. it's at home. Yeah, if it was a neutral site, one hundred percent. But no. Yeah, I've got the same. Uh, so your sleeper team, just a team that is not Maine. 
Maine. It's the, it's the Maine Black Bears. Yeah. Yep. I said mine was Binghamton bus team from you guys. I mean, that's gotta be one of the three. I'll say UMass Lowell, even though they're going to be third, I just feel like that's going to be the biggest disappointment for them. Could what would you, I guess UMBC could technically be it just with their culture, but like they're, I don't know if that's they really I, had that's that high expectations. With. I'll go UMBC. I had them six. Uh, coach of the year. Is that John Becker still? Yeah. You win the conference, your coach of the year. Or if Maine, yeah, if or, Maine really jumps uh, up there and gets the two seed, get, give me a, give me Chris Markwood of Maine. In case they, they, they make a run here. Yeah. My, my Our second guy. place team is Pat Ducat and or is UMass Lowell and Pat Ducat got coach of the year last year. Voter fraud. I don't think he gets it again if they come in second. So I would have Becker um, yeah. and then we'll do player of the year. Like who, who's the player that you guys are probably the highest on in this conference. Ooh, that's um, a that is a good question. Let's go. Yeah, I don't I would, know. I would go. Uh, I go. I'm gonna go Delaney from Vermont. It seems like the guy, the best player on the best team. I, he's the main guy that's coming back. So I'll go. I'll go Delaney of Vermont. I mean, best player as far as stats. I mean, wait. Do you think you would have to be on the like one of the contenders? Because there's some there's some guys you could get that have yeah. that put up monster numbers deep on this. Uh, Deep, like on the teams that we're projecting in the back. Um, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, what, you know, I feel like I went with one of them. I, I went with Clarence Daniels just because I, I think he's going to dominate. Uh, he's going to be their number one scoring option for New Hampshire. I, I think that's the player of the year there. I'm going to go with Earl Timberlake, the Miami transfer that I talked about. I think, you know, I'd like to, I like this game. I don't understand why he transferred to tell you the truth. Um, so, uh, that would be my, my selection there. And uh, folks, that's our show. This is good to get back, back on the wagon, back off the wagon, whatever the fuck it is uh, with the, you know, the American East folks. And we do have, we're staying American tonight. This is the all American special. We got the AAC, the American where we all know much like Vermont. We all know who's winning that thing, but you know, we'll get to that. That's coming right up next folks. So stick around. We are doing a double header here. Uh, So, if you can give us uh, give us a follow at TCE on uh, SGPN on Twitter. Uh, Noah's on Twitter. Uh, he changes f- at Noah B seven, seven. Thankfully the bottom of the screen saved me there. Um, <laughs> and uh, Moneyline Mac is on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac host of the big 12 experience. Check out the big 12 experience as well. Uh, and remember Noah also does the college baseball experience. Check out that. And uh yeah. I also host the college football experience, the FCS college football experience. Check out that. And I'm on Twitter at the Colby D also check out us subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience and hop on over to iTunes. It's a brand new season. We haven't gotten those five-star reviews folks. Takes two minutes out of your day. Jump on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Even if you're t- calling me a fucking idiot, I'll take it all day. Give me that five stars. Let's go. All right. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Uh, they're, they're breaking down NFL. Uh, they're going to be, they're going to be jumping into college basketball though in a couple weeks here. So check them out, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. And uh, yeah, come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports slash discord. And until next time, folks, this is the college basketball experience, American East preview edition. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.
It's got me thinking about the good shit. The minute that I seen your grill again, it made me good trip. Good dog, the mind back like dog, but wind that. Man, I didn't get mad when you near me hit the cam back. But the coming on was strong. Now my shit's coming along, you know the song. The truth is, I'm pretty much on fire again. It's heating up for real, I'm alive again. Uh, and that's the attraction factor. Vancouver, Michigan with my rap disaster. Yeah, you know you want it how you want it. No need to trip, cause I got it, doggone it. It's all yours and the extras too. All the super music and the sex for who? Uh, just get it straight, cause it caught me in a good mood. Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do. Yeah, sing it. 